You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go! Greatness awaits? Question mark? Welcome to Podcast BXN, episode 140. I am one of your hosts, your favorite Portland Mexican, back in business today, Christian Macias, and I am joined over Discord by Kentucky's number one Spartan, Daniel Prindle, aka Dan is DTM. Hi. Hi. The Nintendo aficionado, Roro. Hello. And one half of the Men Engage podcast, Gage Dempster, a.k.a. Gilbo Biggins. Howdy. Ooh, I like that, cowboy. Ava <laughs> Horse, ride me. Thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN, <laughs> twitch.tv slash Podcast PXN, and Twitter as well. The topic of the show this week is PlayStation Plus Premium Woes. But first, the show always starts... Actually, no. The show's going to start with something, something a bit different today, all right? Ooh. No, not a new. Uh, first and foremost, our hearts go out to the victims over at Uvalde, um, Texas. NPR has a great uh, resource article titled How to Help Evolve These Cool Shooting uh, with tons of resources for local blood banks, uh, fundraisers, and other volunteer work. So uh, if you are nearby that area or or, thinking, or not nearby that area and thinking of ways to help out, you can do so uh, with, with that uh, link. And also just a, a call for gun reform. It is, it is way past due. Terrible what happened. Terrible. Agreed. Yes. Okay. But now we are going to d- jump into the news of the week, starting with our quick bites. We're going to do maybe a bit quicker because last week's show was like two hours long. I heard it. An hour and 51 minutes. And it was just two of you guys. Yeah. What were you doing? <laughs> it was out of control. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Starting off with some maybe some good news. Actually, no, this is great news, but maybe some good speculative news. Uh, this comes from the PS blog. God of War Ragnarok explains uh, accessibility options in their newest blog post uh i'm gonna highlight some oh no oh no whoopsie i ring i link i linked link. <laughs> the wrong yeah i had a nibles tweet which had a great rundown of of all the links because the ps blog kind of separates it into different paragraphs so while i find that um i want to i want to start off by asking the speculative question here real quick and it is quick bites but whatever this is like the ramp up of god of war ragnarok kind of um media this is the beginning of the kind of hype cycle, the commercial, so to speak. Could this be indicative of a fall release date? Dan, I know God of War is on your uh, Fantasy Critic League. Would this be great news for you if it released in the fall? Uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that that would give me a huge win, Christian. Uh, I just posted the link in the in the uh, doc, by the way. I just I found it as oh, well. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that would be awesome. Uh, I would love to give it a 10 out of 10 on my fantasy critic draft, but mm-hmm. yeah. Really? Soon. Okay. Let's look at, let's quickly highlight some of the accessibility options. Uh, this will include subtitle and caption improvements, which is great. Uh, text and icon sizes, you can, you can change those. Controller remapping is a huge one. Love to see that in a first party title. High contrast mode and more. 60 plus options. Uh, I think as of lately, Sony has been doing a kind of a great job at like introducing more accessibility into their first party titles. And for this to be like the ramp up of any kind of media from God of War, starting with accessibility, I think it is freaking fantastic. So very happy to see this. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Uh, the Last of Us, I think, really helped with this. And I, I hope that 
more and more games just continue to to have all these accessibility options for sure. And 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 fingers crossed that this game does come out this year as well. I'm with Dan. I would love that. No, delay it. I don't want Dan to win. (laughs) (laughs) Some more good news. This comes from the Xbox side, and this is from uh, Alex Ariel Aniel on Twitter. Xbox Series by itself, Series S by itself, outsold the PS5 in Japan. Some figures. uh, The Xbox Series S sold 6,120. Xbox Series X was 105, and the PS5 was 2,963. I again linked the wrong article. In that hyperlink, let's hope it doesn't continue for the rest of the docket. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Either it, way, yeah. I'm sure it won't. It, it was just a simple slip up. No, this is crazy, actually. A Series S. I think that's, I think honestly, the Series S was probably what Microsoft was banking on, like being the most affordable next gen console, them saying, like, hey, if you want to be on next gen, play the next gen games at a, a nice $299 price point, here you go. Like, it's the same it's the same or less than the switch so like that's insane to me like mm-hmm. the amount of power that that little box has but yeah uh crazy dude what's crazy to me is like think about how like the japanese market like that wasn't never like yeah. a, an xbox heavy market and for it to be like outselling the ps5 is like huge an absolute win for uh, the xbox team and congrats of, phil of course could be supply chain related as well can't get enough ps5s in there Mm-hmm. Good point. Moving on, some more great news. Witcher 3 confirmed next-gen Witcher 3 is coming Q4 2022, and it will include all the DLC. Uh, I will be replaying. Probably not the game, but I will be playing for the first time the DLC, so I'm I'm stoked. Very excited for this. I tried to get back into it on PC, and I broke it by trying to mod it. Um, I've done fresh installs. I've done fresh installs. I've purged everything, and every time I boot up the game, the only thing you can see on Geralt is his neckline, and then everywhere else where there's either hair or armor is just invisible. So I wanted to get back into The Witcher and 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 just kind of play around, like you said, Christian, not play the whole game, but just kind of get back into that world. And uh, it's just not an option on PC anymore. So I am very excited for this. I will be picking this up on the Series X. This cannot come soon enough. The the show has gotten me kind of wanting to get back into this world cdpr needs a win too and i feel like releasing yes. it and if in if it releases with no issues like whatsoever it'd be big for them i think so right here's hoping here's hoping moving on some cool news uh striking distance studios's game the callisto protocol uh is the cover of this month's game informer issue and the two uh screenshots they shared look absolutely stunning and terrifying the second one in particular i guess the one that covers it with um the like two-faced head in the back with its like unhinged jaw opening up absolutely terrifying uh can't wait i'm super excited about this game now yeah looks real disgusting i love it <laughs> we're getting this and dead space remake let's go you had someone had on the on the podcast last week dan i think you were talking about you know dead space remake hitting um I think RE4 remake possibly hitting, having uh, now this, and then I'm going to throw in the Last of Us remake if that if you know if the rumors are true, having that out. Yeah. Survival horror horror back it's in the zeitgeist. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's having a renaissance moment for sure. It was Alan Wake Two, Dan, that you referenced. Yes, Alan Wake Two. Yeah, another really good one that or looks really good. Yeah, can't wait for all these games. 
speaking of games I can't wait wait for, there was a multiverses gameplay breakdown. I think you guys talked about multiverses like the trailer for it. I think last week on, on Quick Bites. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have an actual gameplay breakdown. So we got to see a look at like characters, like when they're actually moving, like how Tom and Jerry. The move set is uh, just Tom trying to attack <laughs> to Jerry. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is fantastic. Or like Velma, who when Velma. <laughs> crawls on the floor the whole screen goes blurry because she's looking for her glasses um there's a full like eight minute video you can follow that on ign uh for more in-depth look at multiverses which looks actually really fun i'm not gonna lie to you it looks great i'm rooting for this i'm not gonna play it at all but i'm rooting for it i would love to see more competition in this it's free you won't even try it oh is it free yeah yes (laughs) then i will absolutely try it Podcast PXN Game Night Multiverse. Should we? Yeah, yeah absolutely. We should, we should, yes. we should start <laughs> doing that stuff more. Absolutely. Yep. Who's gonna be everyone? Who's gonna be your main? I'm gonna be Raggy. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking Velma. Honestly, I, was, uh, I like. I like. You're Velma. such a perv. Well, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not gonna deny it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Velma or Wonder Woman probably. I like Tom and Jerry's moveset, though. That's really creative stuff. I, I like that. And I, I would love to see more characters show up as well. Um, but yeah, it being free is just awesome. Bugs Bunny. Arya Stark is in this, too, isn't she? Yeah, yeah maybe, I'll, <laughs> yeah. maybe I'll give that a go. That's, that's cool. I want to look at the whole roster real quick. Yeah. I'm boring, man. We do like Batman or something. There's Bugs Bunny, <laughs> Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Shaggy. Uh, got Jake the dog. Harley Quinn. Yeah. I hate that the Iron Giant's in this. I love the Iron Giant, but I just hate it. I... It goes against everything he stands for. I, I think it's fine. I think it's totally fine. The entire point of the movie is undone with him going in and just beating yeah. people mercilessly for fun. But, like, that doesn't take away anything from the movie, <laughs> no, you know? I, I know. It doesn't ruin the movie, but I just don't know if I'll play as him. I don't know if that makes sense for me I have a, in my heart. I have a question. Yeah. Who is Rhyndog? Rhyndog, I think, is a new character for this game. Nothing much. How about you? Oh. Okay, Ryan Dog's an OG character. Oh my God, an original yeah, character. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, sorry. I think so. <laughs> right, moving on. Uh, this this news is for me and Gage only. Modern Warfare Two key art has been revealed, um, with a trailer. And let me tell you, it's not just the the key art of of Ghost, which rocks. It's the whole Task Force One Four One. And there's a thread posted. You can see screen grabs of, of Price, uh, of Gaz, of Ghost, of course, of Soap, and of Colonel Alejandro Vargas. Now, I've got some exciting news for you, Christian. Because I like to keep my ear to the ground in the whole rumors and leaks department. Apparently, one of the additions of this game leaked, and it says that you get uh, skins for multiplayer for Task Force 141 Red Team, which includes none other... Well, this is just a leak, green assault, <laughs> but it lists uh, soap, gas, like it lists half of these guys, and it lists Farah as well. Please come back, Ooh. Claudia Dumet. Please come back. I love her as an actress; she's fantastic. Farah was a great character. Character Farah is my favorite character in that yeah. entire game. So if she's back in Task Force One for One, like if there's a mission that takes place in in her country and she's back, like that'd be fucking cool. I was going, just like. Doe-eyed just at the idea of having Gaz and Ghost interact in this, like the same game because that in the OG trilogy that that doesn't happen like Gaz is right. no longer after Modern Warfare One so I don't know 
I'm excited. Kind of having, it's cool. Yeah, they're having both fan favorites like in the same game. Like it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. God damn it! For all the shit I gave Activision, like this like key art alone is like damn it. I'm excited for Call of Duty again, and I, you know what? It's gonna be good. I know it's gonna be a good game. Guys, I hope it is at least. I just want to jump in real quick. Thirteen minutes remaining, and Breath of the Wild is tied with Elden Ring. Oh, oh my God! This is awesome. Can we get a can we get a a vote check? What's what's the what's the percentages all around? Uh, yeah, Marvel Spider Man fourteen point eight percent. Elden Ring thirty six point one percent. Fallout New Vegas thirteen point one percent, and Breath of the Wild thirty six point one percent. They are tied. Ooh, it's getting close. <laughs> yeah. Yo. What if it ends this in a tie? such a back and have... forth? I say if it ends in a tie, we take a vote of us four. And then if that ends okay. in a tie, then I don't know what we do. <laughs> so, we cancel the, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a great time real quick for me to, to read something for you. And this is looking ahead at one of the uh, short segments, but whatever. We have a few minutes left on the... Whatever. doesn't matter. So... How much time is left? 12 minutes left on the poll for greatest open world game of all time. And a few minutes ago, Dan tweets, all right, my hand has been forced. If I can get this poll to a Breath of the Wild win, I will personally give away a $25 Nintendo eShop gift card and randomly choose one person who likes this tweet to win it after the poll ends. Vote Breath of the Wild. So when Breath of the Wild wins, I want everyone to know why it won. Not for the right reasons, but because Dan is selling $25 e-card. Oh you do what you got to do to win. Can I be honest? And it, it, you know what? It's kind of reassuring in a way, Dan, because you and I kind of think the same way. You'll notice that for the longest time, Fallout New Vegas was sitting at the back of the pack with one or two votes. Yeah. I may or may not have taken a trip to r slash Fallout New Vegas and made a post oh, <laughs> telling, oh <my> God. <laughs> telling the good people of the Mojave Wasteland to come to this random Twitter account and show their force. And lo and behold, we came back to tie for third. Dan, I love your I love your line <laughs> of thinking because I played dirty of as well. It's terrible. I'm the, me and Ro are the ones that played fair. By the way, oh, like that's what that's what Peter Parker would do. Yeah. Oh, bro! I wish I would have Spider Man now. And you know what? That got Peter Parker third place, bro. He's he's fine with it. He's such a great guy. He's like you know, let, he's letting you guys win. Honestly, I love I love beating up citizens without due process. That's my favorite thing to do. Uh, I do want everyone to know that I did like the tweet as well, just so I can enter the twenty-five dollar giveaway. <laughs> uh, that would be great if you. If Eric, you Eric just posted in the chat: bribes are a crime, and you know who fights crime? I know Spider-Man. Fighting. Yeah, Fighting. Yeah. I like to yeah. think of. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, our last quick bite. Uh, sad news. Sorry, Gage. Re- sorry, all of us. Mm-hmm. Replace officially gets a delay to 2023. Uh, but you know what? Like, take your time because that game looks really cool, and rather it be a good game than than anything else. So, and oh, look at that! Gage in the replies to this tweet saying, "Take all the time you guys need." Very excited to see what you guys have been cooking up. Stay safe. Yes, amazing. Uh, I'm really excited for this game. This game looks yep. awesome. I'm right here with Gage on this one. Obviously, take your time with it. We'll wait. Um, but yeah, really cool indie game. Mm-hmm. Looks awesome. I just wanted to also mention. I think we missed the Norman Reedus story. Uh, on quick bites, do we do we do the one? Uh, I it placed it in street meat. Oh, okay, never mind. My bad. Oh, it's also <laughs> in quick bites. 
Is it both? Yeah. Okay, well, I meant to delete it from Quick Bites and put it in Street Meat. Which is now. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> and you may, why did I put this in Street Meat? Because, I don't know, this has the same energy from Goofy's voice actor. I'd be like, yeah, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is totally almost done. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. We just don't know. Uh, maybe this has more merit, too, though. Norman Reedus confirms Death Stranding sequel is in production? Question mark? Oh. Um, th- this came in a recent uh, interview with is IO Edit, I think was. Uh... Anyway, there's interviewing Norman Reedus, uh, and he talks about how they've supposedly started to work on a new Death Stranding. So there you have it. Is it going to happen? Yes. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the the framing of this conversation because he was they're interviewing him about something else, and it was kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, and he did a video game with Kojima, and his answer and the way he answered it's you can tell that it was totally a slip up, and it's I think it's true because I think he just said, yeah, yeah, you know, we're working on the second one now. It's very exciting, and it seems like it. I don't know, it's everything about it kind of seems like the genuine slip up that someone would have, and just Norman Reedus is not a gamer; he's not in that space, so like it totally makes sense to me that he wouldn't understand how big of a deal it is to keep those things under wraps so i think it's probably true death Stranding was a huge success for kojima um mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of interesting ways uh, that they could go with this with this sequel i want to shout out you and your tweet which was i didn't even think about it, it was fantastic but sort of keeping that theme of making a positive impact in a video game where it's like the first game is about rebuilding and reconnecting what if the second game is about like sustainable energy and and, and positive climate action and sort of like a um a solar punk type thing that'd be fucking cool i thought that was a great idea i didn't think about that at all and i saw your tweet and i was like that's fucking brilliant so Mm. i i would love to see this and i think this is probably true i think they are working on a sequel okay did you play the first test training i didn't no i'm gonna pick it up on pc um i didn't have a playstation i already had already sold my uh, playstation 4 um before it came out so i'm gonna pick it up on uh probably steam next time there's a good sale or no what i'm waiting for is the um what is it? It's a director's, director's cut. Yes. Yeah. For that to come to Steam. So yeah. And then I'll pick it up. I, I do want to say like Test Stranding has like the ultimate vibes. Like when the rain hits and the camera pans out and like Kojima's like selected song that he wants to play like starts playing and the name of the artist pops up. And it's like, I'm playing this. this is kind I'm of so rock. ready. I'm <laughs> yeah. so ready for it. Yeah, I would love a second one. Whoa, what is happening in the in the thread here? I I just added that. I don't know if you guys care or if want If we that saw it, not, but uh, it's <laughs> kind of hard to miss. <laughs> there's a For there's some new info in there, so I didn't know if you uh, wanted to cover let's, anything. Let's read this now, but yeah. I want everyone to know that Dan picked like 400 font. <laughs> a highlight, 46. I'm it's not that crazy. Just to highlight highlight it. This comes from Jonathan Dornbush on Twitter. PSVR 2 already confirmed to have over 20 games at launch from first and third parties, which is that's is awesome. And he says, really hope we get to see PSVR 2 in detail soon. Very hopeful for the hardware. Maybe in June with the, you know, rumored kind of uh, showcase. Yeah. Nice. That's a good that's a good launch lineup right there. Well, we don't know what the games are, but at least there there are twenty of them. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a, that's a good start for sure. Hopefully, Horizon I mean, since they they Horizon, have a logo right? there. Yeah. yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. cool. And they would need something to launch something a huge heavy hitter Somebo- uh, to launch with PSVR too. So somebody, uh, I think Ryan McCaffrey, I saw posted today uh, that it would be really cool to get uh, Half Life Alex ported to PSVR two. That'd be a really good one. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about buying that on PC because there's some cool john wick type mods that i want to play anyway 
I also included some more speculative news here in Street Meet. In a new conference, TCL has speculated that a new Xbox Series X slash S and PS5 Pro are coming in 2023 slash 2024. I don't know how much merit this has. Again, it is just them speculating. But like, it makes sense. Iterative hardware has been like a thing now. We even saw it with Nintendo. I mean, they do it all the time with their DSs, but they did it with Switch, which was huge. Uh, and then, of course, with PS4 Pros and the uh, Xbox equivalent last gen, it makes sense that they would want to do this for next gen as well. It seems a little early, personally, I think. And then with, you know, the shortages and with COVID, it makes it seem like less likely since people still can't even get regular PS5s. It seems a little bit early to have PS5 Pros. Um, but who knows? Maybe by that time, by 2024, I'll feel different. So, Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to bank on supply chain for sure. Because like yeah. PS4 Pro, that came, uh, what, like four years after PS4 standard right that, that was 2013 to 2017 i think um so that would be right mm. in that time frame but uh, i think if the supply chain's still an issue i seriously doubt they'll put out a new console that's a little uh yeah. that would be in bad taste i feel like go ahead bro no i was i was just agreeing with uh with dan yeah i, I think that and with you christian that i think it's really soon to be doing something uh like this Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I could really add much more onto it. I, I, I like with the supply chain stuff is like, are you going to have enough parts to even make this new thing? Or how many of mm-hmm. these are going to be in the wild? Probably not a lot. So I think a, a little bit more time in the oven would be good for everybody um, to get a hand, get your hands on what's already available and kind of work on the new spec, the, the new model yeah. a little bit more as well. And I'm not even going to, talk about xbox here although i'm sure you guys might agree this is true but it feels like ps5 still hasn't even hit its stride yet like we've gotten a, a slew of some great games but it still hasn't felt like yes this we're building an, an an actual quality library of games here like by then by then you know we'll have god of war maybe final fantasy uh the next spider-man we'll have of course ratchet and clank and stuff but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like all right now time to buy a new one so and even even more so with Xbox. So yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Although I would probably buy one, and I would buy a disc one this time because I want to watch some movies on this thing. <laughs> Dan, give me a time frame. What are we at for best open world game? We are. Let me just go back here because I decided to stupidly exit the poll. <laughs> uh, it is at three minutes remaining, and we are still at the same poll positions that we were a oh, few minutes ago. No. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we'll vote on the top one, right? Between Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild would be my assumption. I don't know what else to do. We <laughs> need a tiebreaker. What the fuck? <laughs> we got a tiebreaker for Gage's poll just from somebody randomly replying. It's DJ, DJ. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's skip that for now, and we'll go into what you got for me, and then we can go back. Sounds good. Dan, we'll start with you. Yo. Uh, what? Oh, wait. Did we do the news of the week? Let's go into PXN news of the okay. week, which I totally skipped over. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Your size 46 font threw me sorry. off. It's up on you, right? I also forget that all the time. When yeah. I'm just... yeah. This comes from Video Game Chronicles. We've got only two items here for you, some meaty items. Xbox has passed on... Sorry. Xbox passed on making a Marvel game. This article actually isn't very long. I was reading it earlier, and I actually want to read 
most, if not all of it to you, because it's super interesting. In an excerpt from Stephen L. Kent's 2021 book, The Ultimate History of Video Games, Volume 2, Executive Vice President and Head of Marvel Games, Jay Ong, explains how the company cut its earlier deal with Activision short in search of a better partnership. According to Ong, Marvel Games wasn't happy with the quality of the Spider-Man games being published by Activision, and the two companies mutually agreed to terminate their licensing deal early. Those games did end up being kind of booty a little bit, but some of them are good. Ong said that when the deal was made to walk away, Activision asked, what are you going to do with this IP after you get it back? To which, I, to which Ong replied, I'm going to find a better <laughs> home for it. According to Ong, Activision reply was, good luck finding your unicorn. <laughs> which is hilarious now, in hindsight. Ong said Marvel Games then went to both Xbox and PlayStation to see if either of them would be interested in forming an exclusive partnership, asking them, we don't have any big console deals with anyone right now. What would you like to do? Microsoft's strategy, Ong recalls, was to focus on its own IP, and as such, it decided to pass the offer. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we'll skip ahead. We all know Sony ended up wanting to, to go on this. But this is this cool quote right here. I said, we have a dream that is, this is possible, that we could beat Arkham and have one game at least, and maybe multiple games that could drive adoption of your platform. Uh, and then they eventually gave that game to uh, the Marvel game to Insomniac, which would end up being Spider-Man, and it was critically lauded. Great game. So my question yeah. to the gang is, I don't know. Th- th- there, there was that quote there that Xbox is wanting to focus on its own IP. And I almost feel like that's the right move. Gage is shaking his head no. Why? Well, it is the right move, but I mean, like, that's not going super swimmingly over at uh, over an Xbox's corner, focusing on their own IP. I mean, it definitely needs to be done. It, like, like, there are, you know, franchises that uh, we've talked about quite a lot on this podcast that definitely need to have the, the ship steered right. But um, it, I'm just shaking my head at, at the idea that they that they passed up on any sort of it seems like they came to them that marvel kind of came to them with very much like open arms and sort of saying like hey what kind of deal can we do like with very much like a room for negotiation and it's just crazy to me that that um xbox didn't even think to sort of maybe keep that option open at all um but mm-hmm. i do i do agree that xbox needs to to fix their uh their their own ip that's absolutely true yeah and it's I should also bring up this: these conversations were happening in about early to mid 2014. So this is like, mm. you know, the fiasco, if you want to call it that, of of Xbox One. I think at, at that time. Yep. Uh, when they really had to pivot uh, more to game centric because you know the focus on TV. Um, Which 2014? That's right when Phil took over. Because yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, early 2014 so it, it it does make sense why they did it. it just you know the timing of it i think if the timing was now as opposed to back then phil would say yeah let's totally do this but back then they were they had like five first party studios i think like they they were lacking yeah. severely in that regard and that was the first thing phil needed to do was build first party studios build uh, you know ip that they actually own uh, having Spider-Man exclusive would be great in the short term, but in the long term, that wasn't going to be beneficial to Xbox. I, I, w- I will apologize. I totally missed that, uh, that it was back in 2014. That makes total sense, because at that point, you have Phil running around, plugging 18 holes in the Xbox <laughs> ship, going, oh, yeah, 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 not right now. I got other things to worry about. So that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Breaking news. Uh-oh. The podcast PXN best open world game poll <laughs> has officially ended with Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild 
tied. Wow. So wow. congrats to them both. We will <laughs> we will get back to that in just a minute. Uh back to Xbox. Okay. If Xbox were to take this kind of deal, I thought it'd be kind of fun just to, to ask like what studio what game do you think uh, an Xbox model game could have turned out to be and which studio do you think would have worked on it? I wrote in the notes Maybe the coalition. I think they're they're a high caliber oh. studio there at Microsoft could have made something cool and postulated Punisher there. Oh, that would be sick. A third person like action mm-hmm. shooter Punisher. Oh, I I'll do you one better, and I'm actually going to use the coalition as well. Nice. And I think maybe my mind went this kind of immediately went to something else because ever since Neil Druckmann mentioned making a Punisher game, I think that. Actually, Naughty Dog would be perfect for that. I mean, oh. Last of Us, The Last of Us Part Two is already a Punisher game, really, uh, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things. Um, if that game, if that game came to PC, you just put a swap on Abby's character, and you've got a you've got a post-apocalyptic uh, Punisher game. Uh, but the Coalition, I think they would make a kick-ass M for Mature Hulk game. Um, first of all, every character in Gears is already a Hulk. They already have Hulk proportions, oh so God. that's fine. <laughs> uh, secondly, like I think of the old like early two thousands game. I think it was based off the Eric Bana movie, where you could just like yeah, jump around, fling yourself across, and like pick up people and throw them and stuff like that. It's like nowadays with like modern ragdoll physics and stuff like that, and like you know havoc uh, physics systems and stuff like that. It'd be so cool. Like I think Coalition could absolutely kill a, a Hulk game and just bring that brutality from gears of war and like the saw guns and all that stuff. But to, Hey, you're, you're somebody who's got 12 feet on anyone that you need to fight. So go nuts. That, I think that'd be mm. so cool. Mm. I, well now with like the studios that they have now, I would love to see like a, a black widow game, maybe from arcane since they do stealth really, wow. really cool. Oh, I think that'd be, that'd be pretty neat pairing. I think. Right. Um, but I mean, it's it's funny to think that they Xbox had Insomniac at one point, and they were working on uh, Sunset Overdrive. Maybe even they could have had what PlayStation has now if things were to go differently. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would love to see like a, a Black Widow game, a stealth Black Widow game. That would be kind of cool. Very cool. I want someone to make a Shang Chi game, just martial arts, you know? Yes. I'll Captain America game, please. Anybody? Yeah, we had that. Didn't we already have one of those? Did we? There's a Thor game. Or a Thor game. I think there was one of every. They there. There was a time where the movie, these games were made in like a year and a half to come out with the movies. <laughs> so I'm sure that there's been one of every. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eric says he's still waiting on his Remedy Doctor Strange game, which Ooh, would be awesome. That, that was a fantastic game. idea. There was a tw- yeah. Twitter trend of like last year where it was like pick a studio and pick an IP and. I think that was one of the big ones that blew up, where it was like Remedy what, and man? Doctor Strange. I've got it. Ninja Uh-oh. Theory, Captain America. Let's go. With what? Melee combat. <laughs> Melee no, combat. No, that's so wasted. That's the least interesting part of Hellblade. Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Theory, Theory and Moon Knight or something like that. Oh, ooh, the, ooh. Yeah, Captain America could still I be cool. Moon Knight, and that's a better suggestion. <sighs> I love Cap. That was a horrible, horrible pitch. You remember, pitch. You me- remember Civil War? I was on hashtag Team Cap. All right? Right. Shame. Shame. Moving on. This comes from Kotaku. <laughs> EA reportedly looking to sell or merge. I'm going to read uh, from this article. The video game market is consolidating like never before, and EA is scrambling like everyone else 
that Battlefield and FIFA Maker recently pursued a merger with NBC Universal and also held potential acquisition talks with Disney, Apple, and other companies, according to a new report by Puck. While a deal isn't currently in the works, it doesn't sound like EA plans to give up anytime soon. Uh, I'm going to skip ahead just to this, this quote. Several sources familiar with these talks say EA, EA has been persistent in pursuing a sale and has only grown more emboldened in the wake of the Microsoft Activision deal. Others say that EA is primarily interested in a merger arrangement that would allow Wilson, the current CEO, to remain as chief executive of the combined company. So it seems like they're looking more for a merger rather than an actual sell um, because Wilson wants to remain in charge. And so I ask. <laughs> I don't, because the big thing I think that was coming up when I saw this tweet go live is that like, oh, Sony should pick this up. Microsoft has Activision, Sony should pick up EA. I don't think Sony would want to pick up EA. I think if there's any kind of acquisition coming from Sony, they would rather focus on, you know, Square would make more sense for them, given that partnership. And even WB has more of a partnership with Sony than than I think EA does. Um, a merger maybe might make more some kind of sense for so some kind of deal with EA. I was thinking about like the new PlayStation Plus tiers, and we'll get into more to that later. But having some kind of partnership with EA there, I think, would make sense. Uh, but a merger or, or selling to, to Sony just doesn't quite fit for me. Yeah, I personally, I don't think Sony. I don't think Sony could afford it. Not to say that they're bro- broke or anything, but like EA is a huge company. Like they're on Activision scale and. Obviously, Sony's not, you know, a multi-trillion dollar company like Microsoft that's able to, you know, set that giant cash wad on the table. Um, but yeah, I, I think a partnership makes a lot of sense, though, Christian. You're, you're totally, totally right there. That would be a very smart integration, I, I guess, with PlayStation Plus and um, EA games. That would, that would make a lot of sense. Hmm. Now, do we think that there's any conflict there? Because they already have a really close relationship with Xbox. And True. they've had that for a long time. Yep. Battlefield has, uh, I don't think, ever had uh, marketing rights with Sony. It's always been, Battlefield has always been at Xbox's uh, press conferences. And hmm. for the past, I think, two or three years, EA has been bundled with um, Game Pass Ultimate. So yep. it doesn't seem like there was ever any sort of like contention in that relationship. It seemed like both companies got along really well. So... Hmm. While I think it absolutely makes sense for them to partner with Sony in the sense that Microsoft is already being investigated and it's like Activision is already such a massive acquisition, yeah. um, I, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I, I hate this. I really, really hate <laughs> this because we're getting closer and closer to this, like, which was which was originally like this crazy, like far right, like, oh, just shut up. You guys are way too like, you know. Uh, on about nothing but it's like are we really going to get to the point where there's three companies that own everything like what is going on here why is everyone selling this just like ea is like a huge company like why i don't understand i don't understand what's going don't on worry, Gage. I... they're they're gonna merge with tencent yeah. <laughs> embracer group or something yeah and then the ea yeah. roster is gonna get even <laughs> less diverse great like fantastic yeah it's so interesting how how just in the past two years how much has changed in the industry like with bethesda and microsoft and bungie and now ea it's like a lot is happening and it is kind of like gator saying kind of scary right. uh, to see everything happening um but as for this ea thing I, I i really don't know like it 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 is weird to to think about because it is such a big company like where they 
would plan to go. Um, Sony, I agree, doesn't make too much sense to me. Um, and I, I, I do agree that their their relationship with Microsoft has always been good. So that, that makes the most sense to me. But yeah, I'm, I'm really scratching my head to see where where they end up. I, I don't even know where to, <laughs> where to guess. The, the Apple one is interesting to me. Because I think Apple has been wanting to get into the game space for, for quite mm. some time. I saw uh, something about Disney as well. Uh, yeah. Being mm-hmm. a possible one. Which I don't know what that would don't like do don't do Disney. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> what, Apple's interesting. What doesn't make sense about Disney is Disney sold their entire games division because they didn't <laughs> want to do games anymore. So why the fuck would they? Or sorry, sorry, pardon my language. Why would they want to get back? Jeez, into, you just sorry, curse. Why would they want to get back into games? I just don't understand Captain why. Captain America they would, would not approve that. of that I at know, all. I know. Yeah. Um, also, I need to just quickly. I'm going to exit the podcast quickly. My internet is being reset remotely. I don't know when I'll be back or if I'll be back. My proxy okay, vote. Before you leave. Yeah. Yeah, is oh. that what we're getting to? The vote? Yeah, what's your vote? Yeah. I don't know. I hate the both of you so much. You disrespect it. <laughs> Christian, you disrespect the absolute fuck. I, I defended your honor New with Vegas. Yeah. You didn't. You immediately reached for a handout, Dan. You tried to get me to fold for you and your cause. I don't want to vote for either of you, but if I have to. Uh, open world. Which one's the best open world? It's it's Breath of the Wild, unfortunately. Sorry, sure. that's my vote. That's, yes. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I mean, the real answer is Fallout New Vegas, but if I have to vote, it's it's, it's, uh, it's Breath of the Wild. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back. I will be back in a few minutes. Possibly not. Um, so that is that. I love you, gents. More like crap out mid Vegas. Anyway, I've never played that game. <laughs> Christian, I can't believe you. Talk so down on New Vegas. That game's great. <laughs> let's into it. Let's get into PXN's best open world of all time. Of course, we had our our polls. We ran them. Uh, let's look at the final results here. As I pull it up, as I struggle to pull it up, because I'm just floating between two tabs, and none of them are Twitter. So I just <laughs> keep going back and forth between them. Now, no. in fourth place, oh, Gage is still here. I am. I'm gonna go until it just. It, I just dramatically exit. <laughs> in fourth place with 13.1 percent of the votes, Fallout New Vegas. Oof. Hell yeah! In, <laughs> in third place, Row 14.8 percent, Marvel Spider Man. The whip. The whip. Okay. I agree. <laughs> Great. Game. Shout out to Black Cat. Mm. Did he beat me by 0.2 of percent? Is that what happened? One point. One point seven percent. One point seven. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can round up to two percent, I guess. And tied for first with thirty-six point one percent of the votes, <laughs> equally, Elden Ring and Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yes. Whoa. So Dan, you said we're gonna just vote ourselves to, to who, which of the two should win. Sure. Gage already has one vote for Breath of the Wild. Yes. Yeah. All right, Dan. I'm gonna assume your vote is for Breath of the Wild. Yep. <laughs> and I'm assuming Christian's is Breath yep. of the Wild. Or it's not Breath of the Wild. It's Elden Ring. Elden. Right. No, it's down to Roshan. Breath of the Wild. What? Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Hmm? Whoa. I mean, it doesn't matter what I say. Yeah, but what it's is it? Yeah. What have you vote? Breath of the Wild is what I would have picked. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. It's a okay. sweep. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Who cares? You know? <laughs> it's it's fine. I, I, I think this is an interesting one to start off with because I, like Christian, you, you voted for Breath of the Wild where we can like, like, yeah. Breath of the Wild is one of the greatest open world games. Elden Ring just came came out. I mean, 
Breath of the Wild is pretty recent too. But it's going to be exciting to see when we get to those narrative games where it's a mm-hmm. bit more personal and freaking Dan picks Halo 3 and we're all like, why? What are you talking about? And I picked The Last of Us Part 2 and Dan's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so that's that's going to be fun. I'm excited for that. For those, for those ones. Oh, I think, I think we Sorry, just lost Gabe. I can't believe this is the moment. <laughs> the game just decided to leave. Oh, Tim Warren. <laughs> oh, I want to see dear. him take a step. Yeah. You'll yeah. never know. Rest in peace, Gage's internet. Ro, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's going to get way more interesting when we, if, if and when we do yeah. more of these. Yeah, ex- exactly. This is fun. I'm just glad I didn't sell twenty five dollars <laughs> to get more votes. Yeah, I put I, out one video. I, I bought Twitter Blue. I'm sorry, never mind. I forgot about that. I was gonna say yeah, because <laughs> I was I was literally questioning. I'm like, how did Christian do a longer video than two minutes and twenty seconds? Because I knew that was the limit because I have been doing like cutouts and stuff of uh, my videos, and I'm like, how the fuck did he get that long of a video? And I just dropped the f bombing it. Sorry, uh, but yeah. <laughs> So congratulations, Breath of the Wild. Yes. You earned it. The goat yeah. of well open world games. And we could talk about format, I think, off stream, but I think it'd be interesting to do like maybe some kind of bracket that way we get more quality titles. Have, you mm-hmm. know, people were in the comments saying, where's Witcher 3? Yeah. Where's, that was the yeah. biggest one that I saw too, yeah. Yeah, where's RDR 2 and stuff. So, you know, maybe we can look at uh, doing some kind of bracket style where we have like bigger titles make it to the final round, so. Yeah, and at least they could also see the history as well and not, yeah, yeah, not be wondering where these games are. I would have to look at like some. You're listening to Podcast Reaction. You're listening. We didn't even talk about like doing one for next month. I don't know if we are or what theme. Yeah, I I would love to. I would love to do another one. Yes, absolutely. Stay stay tuned. Stay tuned to PXN. We'll get into that. Maybe you'll hear more next week. Yeah. Heck yeah. But until then, I want to know what you got for me now. So, Dan, what you got for me? What yes. have you been up to this week? Uh, I've been up to lots. And by lots, I mean not really that much. Uh, I've been playing <laughs> Season 2 of Halo Infinite. Still very much enjoying that still. Uh, I played Glenn in some NBA 2K. That was a lot of back and forth. But I actually won some matches for once. Uh, I kept getting destroyed by Glenn, and I was getting irritated. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I did good this time, but I also, uh, last week I released my Bethesda and Xbox predictions for their showcase on my personal channel last week. Uh, so yeah, check that out if you want. Um, yeah. Search YouTube. Daniel on Prindle. Friday. Yeah. On Friday. Yeah. What's tr- Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Yeah. PlayStation. PlayStation predictions for 2022. Uh, I don't know when their event's going to be, but you know. Sometime they're going to oh. have an event. Oh, Gage is back. That's well, sort of. That's Gary. Serious. Quite eerie. Yeah, he probably uh, didn't real. He probably didn't I... dis- <laughs> disconnect the call. I didn't know Gage's Obviously. room was a liminal space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Well, hopefully he comes back. I'll let him know. Before yes. we move on to your stuff, for all, I want to congratulate Dan on reaching 100 subscribers on YouTube. So, Finally. Yeah. Dan. Except that I still can't. You're supposed to be able to change your unique URL at 100. I, I can't do it yet. I, apparently, you have to wait uh, so many days or whatever. I guess it takes a little bit for it to refresh. 
because I made mine back before YouTube changed the policy where you have to have 100 subscribers. So mine is XDTM3000X because that's what I created when I was like fucking 14. And there I go again, dropping that bomb. I just needed to censor myself. <laughs> you were please. on a roll today. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. I'm going to pull up my YouTube URL. It's, it's also hilarious. And, and while I do that, Ro, what have you been up to? Um, I wish I could buy some time, Christian, because I have not been up to anything, <laughs> unfortunately. I've been busy, so busy with school and, and school, honestly. But uh, I took Saturday off work, so I'm hoping that I will be able to do some video gaming. I, I miss, this is the first time that I've missed the launch of a Destiny season, and it doesn't oh. feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. <laughs> so I'm hoping that I will be able to at least play a little bit of that uh, this weekend. But probably not. But here's hoping. Yeah, so not much. been watching some anime, but this is not an anime podcast. But yeah. <laughs> Although we wish it was, you know. Yes. know. <laughs> uh, real quick, my YouTube. I don't use it really much. I, I use it to watch stuff. I have all my, you know, subscribes, videos there, whatever. And I, I keep uh, tons of of playlists there for like categorizing for my my wix my personal like what do you what do you call it like an e-portfolio um so i make all the playlists on, on that youtube channel i used to upload it to it somewhere on the back end my channel name i guess or username is what pops up when you look at christian macias which is my display name i don't pop up you have to look up my old name you know what that is uh yes it it ends in sizzle no, it is no, Loverpunk. It is Loverpunk two twenty three oh nine. Better. <laughs> so maybe maybe I should start uploading videos to YouTube and get well, to hundred subscribers. Is that your birthday, Christian two twenty three oh nine? No, that has never been my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! It was an ex I used to date. That was the the day oh. we started dating. Well, oh. shit. Now I. Mm. Sorry. Anyway. Look what you've done. Now you made Christians. So sorry. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing. Yeah, welcome back, Gage. Don't sound too excited. <laughs> I've been playing. The only thing I've been playing since I got back was Citizen Sleeper. I just started. I finally yes! was able to, to start it up. Uh, I was jamming out to some music in the pre-show. Fantastic. I only played like maybe an hour of it max. Um, yesterday I got a little sleepy and I was like, I need my full attention for this because it's phenomenal. Everything I wanted out of a RPG visual novel, sci-fi disco Elysium. Just absolutely amazing ride, uh, writing. The vibes are incredible. The music is incredible. Uh, can't wait to learn more. So, such a good game. So what a good. cool game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for you to. I'm excited to hear more about it as you go through it. Yeah. Gage, I'll never guess what you've been playing. Um, I re-downloaded Modern Warfare, and I've been playing not Warzone. Yes. But legitimately just Let's the play. multiplayer for, for Modern Warfare. And I'm having a great time. It's a good, it's a nice good refresher from playing something like Halo Infinite, which is very long time to kill, very high skill gap, to just running into something that's very chaotic and just kind of like just jumping in. Also, I haven't played it. Um, obviously, the life cycle, uh, they had that uh, survival game mode that was exclusive to PlayStation for a year. So I never played that. So jumping yeah. back into that. And I'm, it's not for everybody, but I'm just a fan of like listening to a podcast and just doing these mindless horde modes. So I've been having a lot of fun with with survival mode. Um, so yeah, just jumping back into that, having a good time with it. Um, and absolutely, I'm down to play it. It's uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. I can't wait for the sequel. I, I'm a big fan of Infinity Ward's reboot. Um, 
even though I have qualms with the series as a whole, I I think it was a really like 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 Christian and I've talked about before. It, at, for Call of Duty, very grounded, very mature, um, just awesome. Clean house mission is fantastic. Oh. Just so good. <laughs> like Farah, uh like just it's great. It's a good. It's good stuff. So that's what I've been playing. I have a group that I semi regularly still run version destroy nights with. Be, oh hell yeah! Be fun to get you in on one of those. So I don't know why I stopped talking. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to the topic of the show: PlayStation Plus woes. This has uh, since been updated, um, so it isn't quite correct anymore. But we get, there's still plenty of room to converse uh, about the rollout of the new ps plus tiers this comes from reddit according to an asian to asian players uh, of course the new tier uh, just dropped in the asian market two days ago at this point now i believe uh, who have the new ps plus if you got your sub at a discount you'll be charged a higher upgrade fee to make up for the discount of course there's a lot of talk on twitter people saying like this is disgusting this kind of practice sucks like what is the point of, of having all these discounts if you're just gonna like uh, upcharge you and then what the worst thing about it is like it's it's not you're forced into that mm-hmm. full charge uh you you don't you can't buy like i just want to upgrade for a month just to try it out uh depending on how long you still had left on your ps plus before that like ran out and you would have to resubscribe you would have to pay the full charge uh plus the disc uh, the, the makeup and the discount if you wanted to upgrade so it was like just insane prices, not consumer friendly at all. Just Sony, just like, why are you doing this? Uh, we have since gotten an update. Sony confirms it was actually a technical error, and those affected will receive a credit. Doesn't say, based from what Sony said, whether or not they'll get compensated their money back. It just has a credit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. It could be just like in store credit, which kind of blows, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question is like, was this actually a technical error? <laughs> Or did outrage, rightfully so, cause Sony to change their minds and they quietly backpedaled because they didn't announce it. They were quietly doing this beforehand and people were reporting the credits and then they tweeted out, this was a technical error and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. I'm not convinced this was an error (laughs) Uh, because I could definitely see Sony uh, doing something like that. Obviously, I can't say one way or the other. But uh, in in recent times, they've been uh, having a weird history with these weird consumer, unhealthy consumer moves recently. Mm. Um, So I could definitely see them doing something like this. Um, I'm glad they did uh, fix the error if it was an error. And and if it was an error, I'm glad they they backpedaled on it. So I'll give them credit with that, that they fixed the issue. I hope that people are getting their refunds. And, and, and as you said, Christian, I hope it's not like in-store credit because you're still getting the money. Sony's still getting the money if, <laughs> if yeah. that's what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad that they, they fixed the issue. But yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure this was an accident. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious like what uh, PlayStation's um, numbers look like in Asia because like I didn't think about this until you just asked the question, Christian. And now I'm looking at it, and the staggered launch of PlayStation Plus starts with Asia on May 24th, Japan, which is arguably one of their larger markets, on June 2nd, then North and South America on June 13th. Like, did they did they do this as like a test to see like can we do this? Like, will people be upset about this? Like, 
I'm very mm. yeah, that's curious. I mean, either way, the rollout is, the rollout is smart. Like you yeah. always want you starting in the smaller markets in case it you know if it was an actual technical error, then this is smart because they were able to catch it and rectify it before it goes into the bigger markets. So yeah, you know the, the that's the one that if it was an error. But if not, I mean, maybe, maybe Dan, maybe if no one was noticing or maybe if people did and they were like, you know, whatever, but this is the price to pay and we just keep going, they would have stuck with it. But luckily there was enough outrage for Sony to completely backpedal. My question, again, is just like having this and then Jim Ryan last week come out and talk about, or was it two weeks ago? I don't remember. Within the last two weeks, come out uh, with, you know, the whole birthday cake thing for his for his pets <laughs> Hell instead yeah. of talking about like you know health women's but abortion rights like pr must be having a nightmare over there at sony it seems like it's misstep after misstep which even if it is a technical error doesn't bode well for the launch of a brand new revamped playstation plus like if anything we're just kind of more like on our toes about the new service altogether now which yeah. just sucks yeah, I mean, it's a precarious position they're in. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, like you just alluded to a little earlier in the podcast, Christian, when Microsoft was in a very precarious position, obviously not, you know, in terms of the uh, social issues, but like in terms of the image issues with the Xbox One launch in 2013, um, they were kind of, you know, surrounded with similar questions of like, why are we doing this? Like, this is bad decision making. Like, what? Yeah, what's going on? Like. I hope Jim Ryan doesn't go down the path of Don Matrick because I feel like Don Matrick in the beginning of the Xbox days was okay because Xbox 360 was very successful uh, and he was, you know, he was in charge for half of that generation. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, hopefully Jim, you know, learns and listens and, um, yeah, listens to the I feedback. don't know if he will. Yeah. Jim Ryan doesn't seem like a lot of people are happy with him. Right. Uh, a lot of people extremely unhappy with him uh, in-house so much did you see like when sean layden was out like if you go through his likes it was people him liking stuff like sean layden come back we miss you <laughs> oh man anyway uh some more kind of woes i say woes to worry about we got a look at the classic games lineup i know you were talking about this last week as well um in the blog post they were talking about games that were being added it's not that many but i do want to uh, also say that they're still, you know, consolidating the PS Now games. But there's like a ton, tons of games that were on PS Now that will still be uh, in the PS Plus tiers. I think it's the uh, the extra tier, uh, not the premium. That you can you can find those games at. Um, yeah, but something I thought was pretty cool was that we are getting trophies with some of these games. It's not going to be all of them, but we already have some confirmed: Wild Arms, Intelligent Cube, Hot Shots Golf. Ape Escape, baby, let's go, and Siphon Filter are all getting trophy support, trophy support for PS1 Classics. So I'd we'll love to see more of that. Um, it's, it's not a mandate. Not all of them will have them, but some of those that are added, I think, is really cool. And as of today, Dino Crisis is now reporting to come uh, to the PS1 Classic here. Premium tier. I'm guessing that the trophies will kind of be like a developer-by-developer developer basis in terms of whether they're able to, to get that in, mm. but... It is. It, it's. It's awesome that it's able to be done, and that the developers have the option to at least attempt to sort of bring um, the trophy system to those older games. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you guys. 
It seems like people aren't com- completely sold on the PS Plus tier uh, as of now. It seems like it's still like what we have is cool, but it's 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 not enough to bring in, in new users, and certainly not enough to be a proper Game Pass competitor, if you want to call it that, because it essentially kind of is, even if they are different, right? Um, and so I want to ask just like a broad question: What does Sony need to do to be a proper Game Pass competitor? And I'll answer it with with one thing: We already have seen it with with Ubisoft doing partnerships, right? If you mm-hmm look at some of the games present there you're getting some ubisoft plus games i want to see more partnerships continue and the way to do that is to get partnerships for with indie studios bring those kind of games back for newer games game pass is getting new releases all the time there is no reason why sony shouldn't be able to do the same thing uh, case in point i think a, a cool game that i think they could get two of them i'll actually throw out to you one is uh play dead's unannounced project they don't, mm-hmm. have, they don't have a, a title yet but they do have shared that as a sci-fi game I think a get like that would be huge for a PlayStation Plus game. We also have Stray coming out later this year. Stray would be an awesome get for a premium tier. You can get away with having it be on, on the higher tier and not be a essential PS Plus giveaway because of that higher cost uh, and still not have to worry, worry about like losing money on that kind of partnership. I think, I think big games like that would be, would be awesome for PS Plus. The, the other thing that I would add, like... Uh... Obviously, they're not going to include first-party games at launch like Microsoft's doing, but, like, could you maybe do some kind of discount program for your first party? Like, if you're in the PS Plus, you know, extra tier or whatever, you get 20% off first-party games or 15% off or something. Like, even something as simple as that would go a long way, I feel like, for for people who are buying, you know, all their first-party stuff. That's a a great idea. This is is the inherent issue with Sony's... Um, uh, I, I keep wanting to call it Spartacus, and, and rather than list off all the tiers, I'm just going to call it Spartacus for the sake. <laughs> it's of your this. names are stupid. It's for the, yeah, yeah, for the sake of this conversation. So the brilliance in Game Pass to me is that Sony can't compete, and I think Xbox knows that, and it's something that I've said for a long time. Xbox theoretically they could, but right now they can't compete with the quality of games that Sony makes, and Sony cannot compete with the amount of money that Microsoft has. So Game Pass to me is this really brilliant, if if not dirty, strategy of kind of like hitting below the belt where where Sony can't really punch back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the discounts is a really great idea, Dan, um, because that the what I'm getting to is the inherent problem with this is that you know you get your first party games. I think I don't know if they gave a specific timeline, but those games are going to come to you for free, but like probably like a year or so after they launch. So the hardcore player base has probably already bought those games. It doesn't really do much for them, but the discount is a really good idea in terms of if they wanted to try and, um, and uh, counter game pass, what could they do? Honestly, I think the only real option they have is to go full force into the PC market and to do some sort of partnership with steam or something where, um you can kind of get their games day and date if you have some sort of subscription or something like that like i don't think they can do it on their own they don't have the capital to go out and make all these deals and get you know outriders is still on game pass it was their day one a year ago uh, uh back for blood is still on game pass it was their day one in october like sony does not have the capital to go to these third-party studios and just buy their games to have for x amount of time but what they could do is, like you guys have been saying, is make a really smart partnership. Maybe with Steam. They've been getting along really well with Steam. I know they're investing in Epic, but uh, people that don't play in the mm. PC space, Epic Game Store is a, is a very minor share in terms of launchers. I definitely don't see them going exclusive with them because 
Steam just has like 75% market share. So I, I think it would be a really smart move if they somehow incorporate Steam to, to, to some extent. Now, that's not really feasible in the current model, but that's the only really way I can see them compete is that, again, PlayStation, the best thing they do is games. Like, I'm a PC guy. I love my PC exclusives that just games that can't handle on console. But there's nothing as polished on PC right now as Days Gone or God of War. These games, like, Sony has talent. And that's what they need to push if they if they want to sort of break into this space. Like, they need to get these games out into people. And I think mm. having some sort of maybe PC launcher or some sort of service like that, that's honestly, in my mind, the best way to try and compete because they don't have the money to, to sort of go toe-to-toe with Microsoft. Gage, I'm glad there's someone out there that respects Days Gone because yeah. I sure don't. <laughs> Guys, we just got a raid of eight people from oh. Rush. Thank you so much, Rush. That's legendary. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Gage, off the uh, tailcoats. Yeah. Oh, Ro, please, please, please. No, it's okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, just just to go off of what Gage was saying as well is that what he was saying about how PlayStation can't compete with Xbox Game Pass. I don't think they. I think I keep saying this they, that they don't need to. And what Xbox is doing with Game Pass is something that they need to do, and it's awesome, and I love it. But if they didn't have Game Pass, I don't think a lot of people would be talking about Xbox the way that they are now. Absolutely. And yeah, because they PlayStation has the games as as Gage was just saying. And people are coming to those to PlayStation for it, and they're not going to give those games away for not for free, but not in a subscription service because because they don't need to. And that's how they can compete, but they don't need to compete that way because people are coming regardless. And yeah, I think Xbox just needs to keep doing what they're doing. And PlayStation, I think, would be awesome if they did that that PC thing. That would be a great way to to get in that that market. But the only reason that people not the only reason, but a big reason that people are in Xbox's ecosystem is because of Game Pass, and they probably wouldn't be having that much success without it. And I think PlayStation is fine without something like that. For but, sure. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a very watered-down way to put it, and I know this is going to make Daniel wince, and this is, a, this is broad strokes generalization, but yeah, the reason Xbox is so huge right now is for value. The reason PlayStation is huge and has been huge is for quality. Absolutely, Xbox has some quality games that come out that are absolute bangers, but it's not the standard. It's the exception to the rule. But like Rashan said, it's it's the value. It's the value proposition. That's why they're so huge right now. And for Sony, it's the opposite. Sony, this I mean, this recent story, like we said, might be a glitch, might not be. Sony is not known for being very pro-consumer in terms of um, you know, uh, the value you get for your dollar. They chart they nickel and dime you for every upgrade and everything like that. But the thing they consistently have is quality games. Xbox does not have that, so they're answer to that problem was game pass so it's really kind of unique in that way where game pass is like something that xbox needs and game pass is something that sony does not need and it's because of the unique positions that both companies are in uh another thing also that i thought of discord integration we still haven't seen that pop up maybe they have that tie-in with their pc you know partnership that'd be a great partnership to say hey you get this discord integration with you know playstation plus or whatever and it integrates with you know your pc somehow and steam library i don't know i think that would be cool if they did that it would have to be at the bare essential tier i agree i I agree yes the very first one yeah yep um i wanted to just continue this for a bit more um Part of why I think PlayStation Plus is kind of cool 
uh, for like newcomers is that they get to start to build a library of games that they probably missed if they didn't have a PS4. We saw that with the you know the PS Plus collection. They've since been building on that. If you look at the PS Blog again, they've been they're going to add games now that the the new tier launches in the next two to three weeks. Um, so I think that's really cool and something that they can continue to do um, with the premium tier is to extend that library to more recent games. And I have a few examples. I'm kind of outing a project that I've been working on. I'm doing a project with Redacted on on games that we need to see come to PlayStation Plus Premium. So I'm actually going to go through some of those. Um, the first that I can think of is is quality titles that have recently come out. And the f- first one I think of is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. We've already got a few of those Ratchet & Clank games in the in PS Plus. I think having that come to the premium tier, I think... Um, you know, I don't know if there's many people still buying Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart now. Maybe a few, but having that be something in the premium tier, I think, could drive uh, people there. Uh, another one, more like quality titles, right? But a bit, bit more mid. Maybe people missed out on Sackboy Big Adventure. Hmm. Uh, I think that will go a long way if people who are like getting, uh, um, if you know, if you liked Astrobot, that game comes free. Check out Sackboy Big Adventure. Maybe you didn't have that at launch. Now you can play this game if you have the premium tier. And I'm actually going to name a few more. Uh, and this ties into VR. If they want to build their VR library, the best way to do that is is to offer some backwards compatible games uh, from the first VR that maybe if you want to have people... like If, if VR 2 is compatible, I'm going to assume it is right now. Well, let's give you some games that you maybe missed out on PSVR 1. Uh, and you can start that with, you know, we already packaged in Astrobot on the PS5. Let's give you Astrobot Rescue Mission for free if you are signed up for the premium tier. And you can do that with tons of games, like look at uh, Moss, or you don't have to give Moss 2 away, maybe just Moss 1, but you can start to build a library of games that you can start to associate with PlayStation on the premium tier. Uh, and those games are newer games, and they're quality, and they start to build that library for you. Uh, I think that would go a long way to make it a Game Pass competitor. Again, those are just big big <laughs> quotes there. Yeah. Any That'd ideas awesome. for old or new games that you'd like to see come to the service? I feel like literally all of their PS4 library should be available. Like at this point, nobody's buying PS4 games on PS5. So like, at least I wouldn't think they're, they are. So like, just make those accessible, which I don't, I'm not sure exactly how many aren't already, but um, I'm sure there's some out there. Obviously horizon came out a few months ago, so it's probably a little too soon for that, but maybe tail end of the summer we get horizon thrown in there. Um, Yeah. Returnal this year. I don't. Returnal is already actually already in there as well. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you are getting Returnal. Something that I, I just again thought of. Duh! How can I forget to bring this up? Is work out some deal with Konami. We had mm. the Silent Hill. We had the Silent Hill HD collection available on PS Now. That's just expired this month, just last week. Get Silent Hill on there at the bare minimum, and do whatever it needs. Whatever you need to do to get the Metal Gear Solid franchise. There is still no way to play Metal Gear Solid 4 other than on a, you know, PS3. Why? Like, I think people would be happy with at least being able to stream that game via one of these services. So, if the, move heaven and earth. We are paying pre- premium prices. Let's get some premium products and bring the Metal Gear Solid uh, series to the PS Plus collection. I'm going to give you a curveball for an answer. I don't want any games. I just want the games available to be downloadable and not streamable. Even better. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That'd be nice. I will never disagree with that. Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. I, I love them to do some like 
partnerships with studios that they're close with, like uh, like you were saying, like do a Konami partnership and get those those games on there. I'd love to see like older Persona games be a little bit more uh, readily That's available. On my list, bro. Yeah, <laughs> those ones would that would be awesome. Obviously, Persona Four Golden is stuck on on uh, the Vita. It would be awesome for it to be able to be played on the PlayStation. And of course, the older, super old games that you can't really play anywhere. Um, so yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome if they were to bring those to the service as well. I thought of a new one. <laughs> we're all excited for The Last of Us, right? Let's assume The Last of Us remake is real, happening that comes out in the fall. Cool. Um, where's The Last of Us Part Two on PS Five? I mean, you know, that up- upgrade comes out. We have to pay for those. Let's just assume we have to pay for those, right? <laughs> but here comes factions. Here, here is Naughty Dog having us pay for, you know, Sony having us pay for TLU remake and a PS5 port of TLU 2. Um, will they make us pay for factions? No. You throw it into PS Plus. Ooh. You play it there. At, or, at what tier, though? Or is, I mean, that's is, the question. Is last of, is the Last of Us factions? I mean, we know it's it's grown in scale. We don't know what to, to what extent. Hmm. Is this one of their? 10 live service games they want before 2026 and if it is does a subscription to to the highest tier net you their battle pass whenever that comes out every three oh that you get interesting if you have an active subscription by the time the new season of factions rolls around you get the whatever pass or thing for free i think that could be a an easy way to sort of that and that's how you get that core audience to have a reason to sort of have that premium subscription to re-up the sub every time yeah that's smart yeah. i like that i don't know this could be a cool service and it seems like we're still in the very like baby steps of it and i'm very excited to see how it'll evolve so i have hopes guys i have hopes i mean we're we we have all the ideas <laughs> it doesn't seem <laughs> well, like playstation is yeah I, I i'm excited too but it just seems like we're getting some bare bones stuff right now, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, here's hoping the future is is ex- as ex- exciting as we hope it, it is. I mean, it can be at least. I'm just, I'm ha- the only thing I needed was Ape Escape, and I got that more <laughs> Ape Escape with trophies. So yeah, like I- I'm a happy camper, I suppose. The other thing I, I would want is manifesting Naughty Dog sci-fi game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But that, that game's like six years out, though. You know that, right? <laughs> no man. <sighs> the trophies idea for the originals is just insane to me that's really cool and actually a bunch of people in the xbox community were like hey can we get that for original xbox games so that yeah Excited to see more of that i wouldn't doubt they do something like that in the future yeah if it works out for for sony yeah cool stuff all right well congrats to breath of the wild again on winning pxn's best open world game yes. we will we will confer ourselves uh, whether or not do this again i'm sure we will do this again maybe soon (laughs) and which theme we will choose so stay tuned otherwise thank you again to everyone joining us live on youtube twitch and twitter as well as podcast services everywhere including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, soundcloud spotify and stitcher apple music sure thank you ro thank you me thank you gage i am daniel (laughs) (laughs) thank you dan this has been podcast pxn and we are out much love And keep on gaming. See ya. Adios. Thank you, everyone, for rating us. You were so nice. Thank you. Yes.